What's up? Welcome to another episode of Beyond the DMs here on 520 Collective. I am Eric Boston. You can hit me up on Twitter at EricBoston3. That is at EricBoston3. Make sure you follow 520 Collective as well at 520 underscore co. That is on Twitter, Instagram, um, Facebook. I, I don't know. We're kind of everywhere. But if you go to 520collective.com, you can get the links to all those social media uh, outlets as well for us. Uh, this episode of Beyond the DMs is being sponsored by Nectar Distro. Um, you know, as an artist, you got to get your music out there and you want to be on all the top music platforms. And there is a lot of options when it comes to how you can get your music out to listeners. Well, Nectar Distro, they can get you in all those places. The one thing that they offer that maybe other distribution companies don't is that they are run by Trackstars, one of the top platforms within our CHH space. And they know what it takes to not only get the CHH artist into the CHH audience, but they care about you. They're going to work with you. You know, it's not just send an email. You are working with the guys in the team at Trackstar. So make sure you check it out. You can go to 520collective.com slash Nectar now for info and to sign up. So joining me right now on the 520 Collective phone line. I'm excited for this one, guys. We've got, um, man, one of the just hardest lyricist in this Christian hip hop space. He's been doing a lot of really cool things um, with some of the indie artists and, and the young up and comers that I'm excited to talk about, you know, just what went into that. Uh, joining me on the 520 Collective phone line, it is Selah the Corner. What's good, sir? What's good? What's good, man? God bless y'all. Thank y'all for having me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Before we dive too far into it, man, I want to make sure I give you a chance to throw out there where, where do people follow you, connect with you, support you, all that good stuff. Yeah, man. It's uh, if you pretty much type in Sela, the corner. Praise God, I'm the only one in the world that's name that right now. So, um, you know, we got I am the corner, um, on IG and Sela the corner on Facebook and. Um, fill out a corner on Twitter. So, you know, pretty much type in my name and you'll find me pretty easily, man. Yeah, man. Of course, you know, most people are going to know you, um, for the fact that, I mean, God over money, you know, one of the top, uh, labels in, as far as Christian hip hop, Christian rap goes. Um, what, what's been kind of happening for you guys here lately? I know it was crazy you know, with the whole pandemic and everything and, and kind of everyone had to adjust, like just how's stuff going with, um, with God over money right now. And, and what do people need to be looking out for? Well, I mean, you know, the pandemic, the pandemic just challenged all of us. You know, I don't, you know, I think it's definitely more than just J-O-M. Everybody from every walk of life was kind of challenged to adapt you know, to, to what looked like the new norm at that point. Um, you know, for a while, we I didn't know if it was ever going to change, to be honest. Um, so, like, you know, I, I personally um, just took the time to just, like, focus in on developing my own artistry in terms of, like, independence and recording. So I built a whole studio from scratch. 
actually studied like just audio engineering and kind of just taught myself how to record myself, what to buy, what to, you know, how to set up a room. And I just built one from scratch, man. And, you know, after I had it, you know, God was like, now what? And I was like, well, I start rapping. And he was like, yeah, but is that what you need to be doing? You know what I'm saying? At that point during the pandemic, I still had my job. My family still had their jobs. So we was like, yeah, we was inside, but we was comfortable. You know what I'm saying? And there was a lot of people who wasn't. So, you know, the Lord led me to do this thing called Verses for Nurses. And um, I basically like chopped my feature price in half and gave 100% of every feature, you know, proceed that I got to filling up people's fridges. And I was able to fill up 40 families refrigerators during the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? People wow. who... Who lost their who lost their jobs? People who didn't have nothing, you know what I'm saying? People who needed, you know, especially our healthcare professionals who needed daycare because they was in the hospitals 24, 48 hours at a time. For the people who were sick, so you know, I got busy on the home front, you know what I'm saying? And as for GOM, like you know, we we never stopped recording, you know, we 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 kind of like we kind of like driven to rap all the time. So like the pandemic. You put a rapper and tell him to, he can't go outside, he gonna rap. You know what I'm saying? He gonna yeah. rap when he outside too, but if he inside all day, best believe he gonna rap. So all of us is putting work in. Biz just dropped a single, Too Long. Um, it's fire. You know what I'm saying? Him and, him and Dayton going on tour soon. Um, so a lot's going on, man. Keep your ears open, man. A lot's dropping very soon. Man, that that's that's amazing what you were able to do there. And you're from Yonkers, so um, not only did you have what the what the pandemic brought, but I mean, obviously, you know, if anyone's following you and, and kind of watching what you've been talking about, and you and I were kind of speaking on it before we started. Um, you know, your where you're from has its own uh, struggles that it deals with aside from a pandemic right so um like whenever you set out to do the verses uh for for nurses i mean is that something that um you could see going when whenever we hopefully get beyond what's happening you know with covid um do you see that continuing and maybe being able to uh, go into other areas to impact the lives of people. Yeah, I think I think being a Christian is about consistent adaptation. You know what I'm saying? Like God is God is consistent. Yeah, and He's consistently moving on our behalf. So, what that tells me, since God is love, that means love is action. You know what I'm saying? Constantly moving. So if you're sitting still too long, you're not loving properly. You know what I'm saying? So that that doesn't allow the Christian to be still and sit still and to be in God's will. Like you got to be constantly moving around, finding different ways to to spread his love, spread his light and, and, and to help people. You know what I'm saying? When you've exhausted one way, you find another way. You know what I'm saying? So. I think I think there's there's a lot of opportunities to glorify God through our actions, and we just gotta seek Him and find Him. You know what I'm saying? There's always something to do. For sure, for sure. Uh, and it sounds I, I don't want to be assumptive and 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 think that necessarily all these 
um, collaborations that you've been doing lately are coming from the, the verses for nurses, but you've definitely been, um, in your features bag here recently, right? You've been knocking them out. Yeah. Yeah. None of them, none of them was from verses, from verses for nurses. Oh, okay. Like them features, them features from verses for nurses came out, you know, they're coming out at the, the people's leisure who purchased them. But all these, all these features I've been doing with the younger cats, that's all like the last two, three months. So um, let, let's dive into that, know. man. Like, uh, you've been, man, it, it seems like kind of a who's who of up and coming artists that you've been working with. I mean, you had the autopsy track with Mitch Durrell that you killed. Um, you, you and Mitch both did your thing on that. Um, and then we've seen you, like you got one coming with, with scribe, I believe. Is that right? And yeah, I uh, love that record. I love that record. And then you had the, um, you were on the That's a Lie remix with K-Drama and Link. I mean, it's just, like I said, there's, there's so many of them. It's, I'm trying to name them off the top of my head. But, um, you know, you're doing something that not a lot of the truly established guys in Christian hip-hop have necessarily been willing to do or it seems or it seems like i i don't know i you have a better insight to this than me you know just talking to a lot of the younger artists there's i think this belief that the the established guys the veterans the ogs don't necessarily want to mix with mix with them uh like is that how you see it from your position and if so man well, like what, what do you think has caused that I don't, you know, I try not to delve, delve into like what another man's intentions are. Right. Cause it's like, it's above my pay grade. All I know is what I'm not. And I'm not that. If that's what they are, that's not, that's not who I am. And that's not what I represent. I feel like, and I've said this before, I feel like the thing that grieves me about Christian hip hop the most is that it's familiar to me. Like when I when I came from the streets, when I came from the darker side of, of lyricism into this space, I noticed too many similarities between where I left and the space. Hmm. And one of the things one of the things that stuck out the most to me about this space is that it really reminds me of a drug game. Like it really does, man. It's the same principles. It's like you got you got a block. And you got all of the, all of these dealers, all of these people with a product and the block is small and the customers, the clientele is small. So everybody is trying to like shoot each other out of, out of position so they can get the, the, the next customer because there ain't a lot of customers anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's a real crab in the barrel situation because resources is low and it turns this place into what should be a family affair into just pure and utter capitalism and, and and cannibalism too because we the body of Christ and we eating ourselves you know what I'm saying we're eating each other so like I'm not really with none of that the other side of that too just from a rapper's perspective not a Christian's perspective like just from a rapper's perspective I feel like what what you might be witnessing is a lot of the, the more established guys trying to protect themselves from these younger cats 
which is also which also I'm not with because a lot of these dudes feel like the pickings is so small with 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 audiences. If I collab with these younger dudes whose audience ain't big, they gonna cut into the audience I got. So I gotta protect what I have from these young cats. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's trash if that's the case. Like I'm not like the people the people God sent to me for me to speak to. Like I'm never in a position where I feel like God's gift to me is something that I need to keep away from other people, whether it be my music, the wisdom he gives me, or my all my fan base. Like all of that don't belong to me anyway. I'm like I'm a cashier and 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 the money is souls. I don't have no right to keep God's money or God's gifts or God's talents from anybody else. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, yo, these young boys, they not scared. And they not moody. They not prideful. They just want to rap. They just want to have a conversation. They just want a big bro. And that's what I wanted when I was when I was like them. That's all I wanted. I wanted camaraderie. I wanted a fellowship. I wanted a brotherhood. I wanted to have like 40 big brothers in this space who were established artists to tell me what the music business is like, to tell me what the genre's going to do or what they're going to say if I say certain things, to give me mentorship. And it wasn't there because everybody was playing keep away with their brands. And I thought it was corny. And seeing these young boys struggle the way I struggled, I peeped it and I was like, you know what? I'm about to be the change that I wanted when I was their age, when I was there at their level. So I just sent out the bad signal. I'm like, yo, y'all want to rap? Y'all want to collab? Y'all want to build? Yo, anybody that want to build, hit my line. You got no red tape, no paperwork, no IPI numbers, no talk to my manager, no split discussions. If you trying to rap, you trying to build, you trying to fellowship, hit my line and we'll do it because I'm sick of this. And, and a bunch of them hit me up. And I was able to collab with every single one of them. I think the number's up to like seven right now in like two months. You know what I'm saying? And I just, I hope, my hope, my, my heart's hope is that the other established dudes will see what happened and understand how beneficial it is to sow that kind of brotherhood into the younger generation. You know what I'm saying? Because when this younger generation grow up and they the, they the established OGs, when they speak about the generation before them, what are they going to say to their fan bases? Are they going to say, oh yeah, they played keep away with us. They, they, they were standoffish. They acted like we didn't matter. Or are they going to say, yo, them brothers were solid, man. We know how to deal with the generation after us because the generation before us told us how to be big brothers. You know what I'm saying? In action. Like, I, I hope, I hope that people are seeing how great it is to fellowship with these young guys. And I hope it, it turns into a, a pattern with everybody else. Yeah, man. And I, I want to dig a little deeper into some of the young artists. But before we do, one thing that you said in there that I found very interesting is um, just kind of talking about where the space kind of is as a whole. And one thing that I've been saying is that um, we, and whenever I say we, I like, I like to include, you know, I'm, I'm not excluding people like in my situation where we're, we're running the platforms and we're trying to um, 
you know pro promote these artists and push the genre the best we can because it's a it's a group effort right the artists are the, the face of it obviously but we all have a, a common goal so like whenever i say stuff maybe that is um a little bit of constructive criticism about the space i want people to know hey i am including myself in this just as much as anybody else so my kind of thought of it is like the struggles that the chh space has we've essentially created those for ourselves um and it sounds like that that's kind of you know correct me if i'm wrong but it sounds like you're kind of along with me in that thinking um like what do you see as some options that we can do moving forward that's going to help fix that because i mean you know you look back 20 years ago and yeah it you know chh is much bigger the quality of the content that's being put out is on a higher level everything's growing but at the same same time we still have these this kind of um, bitterness at times of why isn't it even further along than it is like, like what's your thoughts there? Like what, what do we need to do to truly maybe make those next steps? It will, it will always, it will always feel like a body isn't moving. If heads aren't established. Like there's never there's there's never been as far as I know there's been like leaders, but there's never been like undisputed OGs in this space. Mm -hmm. To where to the point where if if OGs say this ain't rocking, it's not rocking. And the whole space will react to it. Like, nah, that's not rocking. OG said it's not rocking. Ain't no ain't no person like that here. Ain't no group of people like that here. You know what I'm saying? And that's the issue. It'll always be the issue with this space until it's remedied. You know what I'm saying? There's there's all types of foolery that happens in this space and it goes unchecked because there's no standard that's been laid down by no undisputed group of men or women that say which way the culture's going or which way the culture's not going. Like, and I know God is at the top of the mountain. That's obvious. But... A lot of things, a lot of things have slid in this culture that should have been dealt with very vocally and they weren't, you know what I'm saying? And it's become a bit of a free for all in terms of the culture. Is, is there some, and, is there some specific examples that you can give us? I mean, it's, I mean, not, I, not, I not calling examples, somebody else, but I, I mean, have, just like, you know, no, 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 no. I get what you're saying. I, it's more like. Believe me, if I had one in my mind right now, I would tell you without hesitation because I'm the type that's going to speak on the truth of things, like or the facts of matter. You yeah, know what I'm saying? For sure. If somebody says something out loud and I repeat what they said, that ain't me calling nobody out. That's me telling you what happened. You know what I'm saying? If I had it on in my head, I would tell you. But there's a bunch of things that I've witnessed that should have never been allowed to rock, and it should be much further along than it is absolutely should be there's been a lot of confusion um planted into this space in the last half decade like a lot of confusion a lot of people allowed the waters to be muddied in a way that mm. they shouldn't have you know what i'm saying Come and with it. that 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 
lackadaisical approach to preserving those aspects of us that distinguish us from the world, like has allowed this to be what it is right now. And that's why I've taken the approach that I've, I've taken. Like nobody's Hollywood here. That's my approach. Nobody's Hollywood here. Nobody's bank accounts or budgets is big enough to flex on anybody else. And even if your your bank account was big enough to flex, it's not in any way seeing God's bank account. So everybody's head should be low. Everybody should be accessible because everybody is really accessible. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I've taken that approach. That's why when they call me OG, it feel different because I know I know what what's behind that. It's not just yo, I call you OG because you older than me. It's I call you OG because there's safety in your in your in your company. There's safety to be vulnerable. There's safety to be, you know what I'm saying, like competitive if necessary. There's safety to be a you know a joker and to be humorous. There's safety here and there's wisdom here that I can gain from you. That is why we're not moving forward. There aren't there aren't rush more individuals in the space that everyone should be take that everyone's taking cues from. And those Rushmore individuals, of course, would embody the Bible and its its code to the fullest extent, so that when they spoke, they would be speaking from the word of God and dictating culture from the word of God so that these things don't happen and that we can really move forward. I truly believe that if God wanted it, CHH would be at Summer Jam every year. You know what I'm saying? CHH yes. would be getting Grammys every year. We're not there for a reason. And it has nothing to do with God not coming through for us. We're doing something that shouldn't be done. And that's why we're stagnant. And we need to find it. We need to find it. And we need to fix it. Or we're going to be here 30 years. You know what I'm saying? We're going to be in exact, this exact same place in 30 years. Yeah. I mean, I think the, you know, two terms that people like to throw out there on a pretty regular basis is accountability and discipleship. I mean, what do you view those two things and where we're at with them as far as CHH goes. And I mean, I, th I think it's pretty easy to see kind of where we're at with them. So maybe even the better question is, are we able to get to a place where we instill those and, and they have the effect that people are looking for, or have we put ourselves in a position where, man, it's going to be almost impossible to really establish you know, accountability and really have people discipling others. I mean, I, I, I love that you're taking these steps. So for the discipleship part of it, it looks like, okay, there's some hope there, but, but what do you think on those two? I think to the, there's, there's two, there's two parts. The, the great thing about serving God is that possible is nothing. You know what I'm saying? So no, no matter how dire the situation is, it can always be recovered if God is in the mix of it, in the midst of it. You know what I'm saying? Like God is able to to restore this place and to evolve it to the level that it needs to be. The second part of that is when it comes to accountability. Also, the great thing about rapping about the word of God is that you're rapping literal light. If you're rapping the scriptures, you're rapping light and truth and love itself. So if you're rapping the light and if you're rapping the truth and the truth and the light is not inside you, you're putting yourself in grave danger. 
So if you have an accountability partner, that's great. If they're on point, that's awesome. But if you don't, the words that you're speaking will hold you accountable. Because when you turn the light on, the only thing that moves is the dark. So if you're not in line with the light that you're speaking, your own words will be your destruction. Because that's the law. The light destroys the dark. You understand what I'm saying? So I believe accountability is embedded in everything Christian. We need human brothers and sisters to step in and say, hey, bro, you veering off the path here or there. But that's that we hope for human brothers and sisters to be that accountability partner. When it gets to the, the spiritual accountability that happens when nobody's giving you accountability, it might be a lot more aggressive than you were prepared for. You know what I'm saying? So it's in CHH's best interest to allow themselves to embrace accountability partners, to, to, to let people sow wisdom into their lives and into their, their behaviors so that they don't get that accountability partner that's above their head. Because when that accountability comes, it may it may come in a form that you was totally unprepared for and it might hurt a lot. You know what I'm saying? So I know I know God is not mocked, man. I know that. Like that's I can't nobody convince me otherwise. I've seen it happen a thousand times in my life. You know what I'm saying? So I know God is gonna get his. I'm hoping people understand that and allow accountability to be a uh, the standard in their life. You know what I'm saying? Like we all need help. We all need a perspective, a different perspective, a different set of eyes to tell us what they see that we can't see. You know what I'm saying? And and I believe that's going to be a major key to us moving forward. Yeah, man, for sure. For sure. I, well, I'm excited to just see what these guys and, and, you know, I'm in a couple of chat uh, groups with with some of them. And I've already started seeing the impact you've had on them just from, you know, doing these uh, collaborations with them, man. So it's exciting. It's exciting from, uh, you know, moving forward. Uh, you know, like we said, we talked about, you know, you, you worked with Mitch Durrell, you worked, uh, with scribe, uh, the one I can't believe I didn't think of earlier, the, the track with Jay crumb was nuts. Um, so like whenever you were looking at working with these artists, was there, certain criteria or anything you were looking for and um and just like okay if i'm going to essentially co-sign for you this is what i need to know before doing so i never i never i don't even go outside before checking the weather you know what i'm saying i don't like i'm one of those people who like i i anticipate obsessively you know what i'm saying um so i said that to say i have been watching these young brothers for months with or without their knowledge watching them watching how they tweeted watching how they spoke listening to their music for months and they inspired me to open up like that just like hearing hearing the frustration and what seemed to be the isolation in their voices it just drew me, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I recognized that pain. So like, I didn't just like jump. Like, I feel like, I feel like when you collab with somebody like music, music is life. Like music 
is in heaven at all times. There are sounds all around us all the time. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's one of God's languages. You know what I'm saying? So like when you create life with somebody, it's like creating a child low key. Like that song is you and that person's creation. You feel me? So I'm not about to create. If I don't, if I'm not, if I'm not creating life with just any old woman who I just met on, on the street, I'm not about to take that approach with just any old person I meet in a space. So I've been watching these brothers for a very long time, but I wasn't going, I wasn't going to reach out to each one of them individually because I don't know where their minds at and concerning collabs at that time. So I just basically just put a voice note on Twitter and was like, yo, if you want, if you want to build, you hit me up. And then the phone just started going crazy, man. Like everybody, everybody who I was watching hit me up. Wow. Everybody who I was watching hit me up. So did you have like a God because I couldn't have did that. Oh yeah, for sure. So so did you have like kind of a, a list in mind of, of some of the artists like okay yeah. if I got a chance yeah. to work with them? Yeah. Yeah. And all of them. All of them. And I and I didn't I think I only reached out to Crumb directly because I wanted to I wanted to tell him and show him that I don't care about this platform in terms of like ego. Like I love to rap. Like God made me that. You know what I'm saying? To the point where I got some of my close homies. I rap in conversation without knowing. Like I I, I speak in pictures. So like when I'm talking to them and I'm and, and I'm we're having a conversation and I and I paint this picture to make my point, they'd be like, yo, say like, come on, stop rapping to me, man. Just talk to me. I don't even know I'm that's how much of a rap I am. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? I gotta turn it off manually. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what I do. That's what I am. So when I see somebody else that's the same thing as me, I'm like, yo, you're the same thing as me. Let's do let's do what we do naturally. I don't care about I don't care about my follower count. I don't care about what label I'm on. I don't care about how many people know me. I'm trying to rap with somebody who think the same way as I do. What's up? And he was he was super dope about it and that led to everybody else being super dope about it you know what i'm saying so it was just like a domino effect like it's like yo y'all want to rap what's up but the bad part is and the sad part is is that i had that energy with everybody in the space before that point and the only time it was successful is when with these young dudes like mm. that's what's but but now i understand why they they have the frustration they have yeah because they just want to rap but nobody else want to rap and it's it's gotta be tough for them. For a rapper to not be able to rap, that's gotta be tough, man. So I just wanted to be the change that I that I wanted to see. So whenever you're looking at these young guys and you're seeing this in them, how does that affect your outlook? Like whenever you're you know, taking just a guess at what the space is gonna be like in five, ten years, like like how does that impact that that just kind of peering in to that future a little bit. Oh, I already told a couple of them. I was like, yo, if this, if this whole, if this whole situation has taught me anything, it's taught me that the space is going to be in good hands when I walk away. Like, and I've been asking God for exit strategy for, for a while now. He hasn't given it to me, but a part of me, a part of me was, was kind of anxious about like, yo, if I, if God gave me the green light to leave, like I still love this space. I would still think about it. If it would be healthy or not with the, with the dudes who I left it with, I'm convinced it would be healthy now. 
like I could like if God told me yo you could you could leave this alone like I would do it tomorrow and be and be totally confident in these dudes because they have the right mindset like they really do they really love God they really love people and they live and they really love to rap you know what I'm saying and I believe I believe those characteristics skipped my generation like as a whole like I think the generation before us loved God loved people and loved to rap then my class came through and we didn't have one or two of those things. And then the next generation came through and had everything that the generation before mine had. So that's where we at right now. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, I personally feel like I, I was, I, I started rapping in the wrong generation. I should have came when the glory days was, you know what I'm saying? Or now. Cause I get along with these young boys better than I get along with dudes in my class. You know what I'm saying? So is there anything you know, that I'm you just, could, I'm just happy. Mm, I, I say, is there anything that you can like point at as to to why your class is necessarily like that or i mean do you think it's just something that just random it's just politics man it's just politics stupid politics like it's always stupid politics i always challenge man i always challenge people when they say oh yeah chh is supposed to be a, you know we're supposed to be all christians and it's all all unity and all that and and don't get me wrong idealistically they're absolutely right but in real time in reality chh is not is not unity it's not unified with in no way the only thing that we all agree on is that jesus is lord and that's a great thing to agree on that's right. the most important thing to agree on but outside of that it's the most divided it's ever been ever ever and it's been like that for some years and I always challenge people who say stuff like that. I say, okay, so we're all one body. So if we're all one body, if I'm the hands and you're the ears, with one move, I can touch the, you without even breaking a sweat. I can, you can touch your ear right now. It would take no energy. I was like, but I can't touch so-and-so on so-and-so label right now. I can't call so-and-so on so-and-so label and be like, yo, I need this, 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 and this. And they give it to me. I don't have access to their resources over there because I'm on my team and he's on his team. Now, I'm not saying anything's wrong or right. I'm saying what it is. Yeah. There are no, there are nothing but teams and factions all over this, this situation. It's not unity. It's business. You know what I'm saying? Them over there is trying to get up. Them over there is trying to get up. You don't have access to their resources just because you're a Christian. So it's not unified. You know what I'm saying? But despite that, it doesn't make the genre negative or bad, but it hurts when we have delusions of unity that we don't really have. You know what I'm saying? So it's politics, man. It's politics. Yo, so-and-so want to collab. Ah, but he's from that label. I don't know if I want to do that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. I think what's corny is that the dudes who play keep away because they're on different teams or politics is involved will see you at a show and tell you you're their favorite rapper or tell you they love your music. But then when you reach out to them, you're like, yo, what's up? It's like crickets because it's about image. We got to we gotta uphold this image that it's us over here and y'all over there. It's all corny. It's all corny. The space is too small. Too small. And I said that on the YP record. It's too small for us to be like this. It's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? And it's counterproductive 
and I don't want no part of it. So I'm, I'm I work with anybody. I rap with anybody, anyone. You know what I'm saying? And and that's that's how I feel about the gospel. I get that to anybody, anyone, anytime. So why why won't I rap with anybody, anyone, anytime? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to be consistent. That's all. Yeah, and man, whenever you hear, or at least for me, like sitting here and hearing that, and knowing that that's kind of the issues it's it's kind of sad honestly man it, you know it's like man we, we should be able to get over that and, and figure that out you know for, for the greater good but um you know you, you brought up the yp record man i guess we should maybe hit on that for a second so i mean another collab and i mean correct me if i'm wrong i, I could be remembering incorrectly but you had worked with yp before right before the duck duck uh -huh. okay um mm -hmm. but you guys got together for a track that definitely made <laughs> some waves in the space um duck duck uh that yp released on youtube uh, i believe it's coming to the rest of the platform sometime this month um but in it obviously he he took some shots at uh, indie tribe uh specifically and a couple other people um you know but yp he's a guy that has rocked with us here at 520 uh for a while and so i was able to reach out to him and be like hey you know well tell me tell me what where you're coming from here uh with it um and I think what a lot of people want to know, and there was even some people that just like flat out put it out there and um, maybe put it not only not only saw an issue with you being on the track, but then they were like, you know, hey, why was Bizzle, why was all the team at God Over Money okay with this? And and to me, that was crazy. Um, but what, what, first of all, just what is your side of, of just that track? I mean, obviously you're talking about where you were coming from like did you know what yp was doing in his verse and if you didn't like you know how did that hit you i knew everything i knew everything and me and yp had a conversation some some time ago and he voiced the same frustrations that a lot of people voice in this space and their frustrations are valid. They may not be accurate, but they're not too far off. The favoritism, the, the repetitive nature of the space, the lack of branching out, the lack of, the lack of view on, on up and coming and new artists. Like I could, I could, I could tell you ahead of time who gonna be promoted right now next week because it's always the same people it's not nobody different and he was expressing that to me now i make it so when somebody speaks to me they have a safe space and a safe place to express themselves and their raw feelings you know what i'm saying i'm not going to judge you i might redirect your, your way of thinking if it conflicts with the scriptures but I'm not going to condemn you for having feelings. Like, say what you need to say. Say whatever you need to say. You know what I'm saying? So he was expressing these things to me. And I said, yo, 
I said, God gave you the ability to rap. I work with special needs kids, man. You know, kids not necessarily like mentally challenged. All of them not mentally challenged, but some of them just come from really, really traumatic backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Yo, most of my kids don't know how to say what's on their mind. They don't know how to speak it. I got, I got to teach them how to communicate pain so that they don't communicate it with their fists. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I told him, I said, yo, God gave you the ability to communicate, bro, on, on these records. Like, put, lay it down. Lay down whatever you want to talk about. It don't got to come out, but say it. And you feel better after you say it. And so he did. And he sent it to me. And I said, yo, P, because I knew P for a long time. I said, yo, P, I feel you. And I know what you're trying to do. Because he broke it down to me. He was like, yo, rap is a sport. I want to play with some, I want to play. I want to, I want to have some sporting, some sporting activities with my fellow rappers. I feel like they got CHA's verses. They got, you know what I'm saying? Like Christian battle rappers is, is cool now. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Loso Ward. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, And Saga. So why can't we do that here? In love. Like these are my brothers. I don't mean them no harm. But like, and I asked him, I said, so, I mean, what, what what brought that kind of stuff on? He was like, yo, they're talking spicy. So I didn't even know what he was talking about. Because, like, I'd be up on it, but I don't really be up on it like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hear about some things here and there. But, like, the new releases and stuff like that, there'd be too many to keep up with. So, like, right. I had checked out the indie, the indie tribe joint. Like, yeah, I heard about them. You know what I'm saying? But I'm really here, here. So I listened. And I was like, oh, they are talking spicy. Not on some disrespectful tip, but from rapper to rapper, when 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 you hear somebody talk like they was talking, you take that like, oh, it's a go. Okay, cool. Let's rap then for the sport of it. And that's what he was responding to. And what I told him is this. I told him exactly what was going to happen. Everything that happened around the situation, I told him exactly what was going to happen before that. I told them exactly what they were going to say. Some of the stuff they said was verbatim what I told them weeks before it dropped. And I also told them, yo, one of my little brothers is, is somebody you mentioned on that joint and his team, which is Michael V. I said, I'm not being a part of this record until I talk to Michael. I was like, and if I talk to Michael and tell him what you're about to do and he's offended by it, you got to take me off this record and I don't want nothing to do with it. And he agreed to that. I called Michael on the phone. We spoke for a half an hour. I told him everything. He said, go ahead, bro. I know you love me, man. Go ahead. Say less. Called P, told him it was a go. So I knew everything that was happening, and I knew the, the foundation of it. He just wanted somebody to rap with him. He really wanted somebody to, to, to go back at him. Like He wanted it to make a back and forth thing, and when everything was done, to sit down with whoever went after him and talk about how, how cool... They still are. Like, it's not beef. It's not, this is not my enemy. This is just another rapper, and rap is a sport. Of course, it went, went completely left. Right. The way, the way it was executed. But I mean, as far as people saying, like, this is what I, this is what I said. Cause I, cause the thing is, bro, I was on the hook and the verse. And I was in tune that whole day. Like, I don't be on social media like that, but, but, but two days after that record dropped, I was on Twitter and Instagram nonstop. One person in the entire space added me. Nobody said nothing to me. Nobody. 
the entire two days it was popping off. Nobody. So anything, anything anybody was saying about Selah or GOM, they said it under their breath. And to me, that don't count. Because I was wide open and way like available to be spoken to. Everybody spoke to YP. And I believe that's the case because I did not diss anybody my whole verse. Right. I dissed mentalities. I dissed hypocrisies. I dissed delusion. So for me to be on a record and say, I don't got an issue with nobody. I got an issue with somebody that's acting like anybody's a nobody. In order for you to have an issue with that statement, you got to be okay with somebody treating somebody else like they're lower than them. For me to say on the record, for me to say on the record, saying it's all about God, that's all cap. Nobody ever got saved from your merch pack. For you to disagree with that statement, you have to acknowledge or say that my merch is equal to the blood of Jesus Christ, which you know is a lie. You can't disagree with nothing I said in the verse, and I wrote it like that for a reason, because I know what the space is, and I know how they react and what they say. So I wrote it. I wrote, I wrote the verse in my head as a response to everything I knew they'd say to YP's verse. You know what I'm saying? And that's why nobody spoke to me. But as far as GOM, like, they heard the record too. Like, Biz heard it. He wasn't happy about necessarily the response in terms of, like, the pride that it was, you know, that was, was going back and forth. Right. But he understood where I was coming from. He understood where I was coming from. And, and not for nothing, real rappers feel like me. Real rappers felt like Pete. They just wouldn't say nothing out loud. You know what I'm saying? They wouldn't say, yo, I feel like we should be able to spar on wax and still love each other as brothers. They felt like that too because they say it to me. You know what I'm saying? They say it, they say it amongst themselves. They just wouldn't tweet it and wouldn't, wouldn't Instagram post about it. So I respect everybody's reaction to P. I respect everybody's like disagreement with P. But I'm telling you 100% talking to P for days and days and days on end his, his intention was not to disrespect anybody with Duck Duck. It was to bring people outside who was talking spicy. Like, you know what I'm saying? I told Mike, I was like, yo, y'all calling people, y'all sons on record. Y'all got the orange ski mask on. I love it. I love all of it because I'm a rapper. I love all of that stuff. I'm from New York. Like, that's amazing to me. That makes me, like, happy. You know what I'm saying? I love it. But you understand that kind of energy brings a certain kind of response. And he was like, yeah, we know. Because he's from New York, too. So it wasn't shocking to them. It was shocking to the people who I think misconstrued it as uh, uh, an aggressive attack. It wasn't. It wasn't. Only non only non rappers saw that as a, as an attack. You know what I'm saying? Only non rappers. Like that's it. You know what I'm saying? But it was a learning. It was a learning experience for everybody. You know, and and I still feel like God will be glorified through it. To be honest, because it brings up conversations. In these in these chat rooms that needs to be had definitely definitely you know um whenever i sit down and listen to the record um kind of like you i mean there there was a couple of the reactions that i was like okay yeah i could have seen that a mile away um and it sounds like that's where you're at as well like you you said you knew or kind of what was going to happen once it released um what about with the 
the follow-up like what was your take there because you know then you know the next week uh yp comes out and, and drops the the follow-up with with holy smoke yeah um do, do you have an opinion do you have your opinion on that <laughs> man you know i'll say this right i'm very strategic and i was like that before i got saved you know what i'm saying um but that's my nature. That's how I was raised. Like, I'm a pastor's kid. So we had to, pastor's kids have to be organized. Like, you can't just, just shooting. You know what I'm saying? Because our family's ministry is dependent on our, our keeping our composure. You know what I'm saying? And that benefited me in a lot of ways um, as a kid and as a man. But it also hurt me because when I needed to be trigger happy, I wasn't. And so I missed some opportunities because I was trying to, like, plan so, so crazy. So, like, there's pros and cons to the way I am, and there's pros and cons to the way P is. P is trigger happy. P is going to shoot. You know what I'm saying? Um, and he felt like he needed to do that second record. Would I have done it? No. But am I going to, like, bang on him for it? No. Because at the end of the day, there was a lot of negative things said to him. Yeah. After, after Doug Doug came out. 100%. Like, a lot of people said a lot of out-of-pocket things. And I know P, like, personally. And I felt like a lot of things was communicated to him via via social media that would never be said to him if they was in front of him. And that wasn't cool to me at all. You know what I'm saying? A hundred percent. So, like, I, because I know P background, he it could have got much worse than what he said in Holy Smoke. It could have got much worse than that. You know what I'm saying? And it was, it was, it was, it was shocked. But it was it, it wasn't like crazy, crazy the way it could have been, given what was said to him. You know what I'm saying? And I witnessed a lot of that. Like, yo, I can't believe I said that to Pete. Right. Yeah, I had no idea who y'all talking to. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, but I think I think P was the recipient of a lot of wise counsel throughout that situation. From me, from other solid brothers. And I believe I believe he he really and truly learned a lot. He got a lot of the answers he was looking for from the space. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's a positive. That's a positive. Well, I think a lot of us got some answers with that whole situation. You know, I was sitting back and watching it unfold. And like I said, you know, uh, me and P, we've, you know, built up a little bit of a relationship over the last few years, you know, just from a um, media artist standpoint. And like I wanted to, you know, I, I hit him up in the DMs because we put an article up about the situation and I was just like, Hey, you know, before I even do this, are you cool with it? And what would you like to have input on? But I mean, I, you know, I didn't want to like try to monopolize his time. Cause I knew like there was just so much going on, but as I'm watching it unfold, like there was part of me was like, man, P just let them talk and don't respond. <laughs> you know, just, just let them talk. Like at this point you need to just, just maybe cut it down a little bit. But, um, like you said, it seems like, it was maybe a process that he maybe kind of felt like he needed to go through at the same time and, and that maybe it'll um, impact him in a positive way moving forward. So, um, you know, it, it's, it's a, it was an interesting situation, you know, for, for the space in general, man. I think it um, lets some people look in the mirror. It lets some people get, you know, better 
uh, glimpse at even each other a little bit. So, um, but yeah, cr crazy situation. But, you know, let's go back to some of the more positives, man. Like, um, and, and that being, you know, this work with the younger artists. Because there's one thing I definitely want to ask you about. But before I ask that, um, let me ask you this. So, if someone comes up to you and says, hey, you know, man, I I'm, you know, getting tapped into CHH, uh, who's some cats that you're going to recommend? Like if you're specifically pointing them to some of the younger guys, like like who are the names that stand out for you? I mean, I, I'm assuming that the guys you've been collabing with are on there. Is there any other ones that maybe you haven't had the chance to work with yet that you know is really on your radar right now? Jay Crum, Jay Crum should be the face of CHH in, in, in ten years. Mitch Darrell should be the face of CHH in a decade. Q flow, same thing. Bats, bats, same thing. Um, scribe, same thing. Um, Ayanuchi. Oh, Thomas, that's um, that's my dude right there. Um, Fano. Um, like there's there's so many. And and to be and to keep it real, like outside of course my team, like and I don't I don't just say G O one because that's my team. Like I, I feel like legitimate, like no bias. If I'm looking at just the science of rap, mm -hmm. I feel like G O one I feel like G O one bar for bar is the best Christian rappers that have ever been in this space's history. Like that collection of rappers, I feel like you'll there'll never be another group that can as consistently as us dominate the spoken word. You know what I'm saying? Like that's this that's just us. So of course, if I meet a person that's trying to get into CHH, of course I'm a director in the GOM, not just because they're my family, but they're the best. Like they're the best. You know what I'm saying? Um but other than them, I'm gonna direct them to these young cats I just named. You know what I'm saying? And there's a bunch of other solid, solid cats who have demonstrated incredible uh, rap prowess through the years. You got your Jay Montes, you got your Sean Burgundy's, you got your Dre Murray's. You know what I'm saying? You got these guys who have constantly shown that they're head and shoulders above the the, the the norm. But these young cats fully fully understand the new wave and have found a way to balance the new wave and the old wave and mess you with the gospel and communicate excellently. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna send them to them cats. Like those are the cats I'm gonna send them to. If you under if you under 25, I'm sending you to them young cats. You know what I'm saying? And dudes is they are super solid. They're super solid, man. I enjoy their music, and that's hard. That's hard to do for for me. Like because I'm from New York, and I'm a rapper, and we are always dissecting other rappers' music because that's what New York rappers do. And these guys. I can listen to their music and be like, and just drive and not think about, oh man, he shouldn't have said this or he shouldn't have said that. Nah, they make good music. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. those are them cats, man. Especially, especially Crumb, especially Mitch, Q and Bats. Them four, man, man, like them dudes know what they're doing, man. Scribe too. Like them dudes know what they're doing, yo. Right. They know what they're doing. And it's crazy with especially with bats just how young he is man but like 
kid's got a good head on his shoulder um so Mm -hmm. so yeah man well and here's what's cool about it um from my perspective is that you see you backing up you know just just the way you even post stuff on your social media right like you're shouting out these guys and i think it's easy to see that it's genuine and it's not just an opportunity for someone to say oh man look like look what sailors do that that's cool you know like it's not a you're not looking for someone to pat you on the back for working with these young guys like you truly believe in them um which is fantastic to see uh one guy i want to ask you about you actually posted on twitter earlier today about uh man this is one of the very first dudes that uh, we got connected with man when we were starting the platform out, um, you know, two and a half, th- three years ago, um, and that's Cody Free. I mean, at that time he was Code Red, yeah. uh, you know, and he was yeah. he gave us access to unreleased music, and uh, you know, we just got to build with him. Um, but you you were you said uh, if you chose an artist as a manager, you choose him, and that something tells you we get the the major bag in every scenario like um so just, just talk about cody for a second man like, what, what, make, what makes you feel like that he's fearless he's not scared of nothing like he's just a hundred percent i love i love i love warriors i love warriors like i love i love the reckless abandonment by which they attack anything you know what i'm saying like when you decide when you decide that the negative is nothing. Like when you decide, think about think about them kamikaze pilots. You know what I'm saying from Japan. You feel me? To anybody else, you're killing yourself, and you're you know you're you're you're, you're destroying your body, and you're you're putting everything on the line for this one moment. But to the pilot, they're like, "Yo, I'm doing what I, I'm doing what I feel like is the rightest thing to do." Now, mind you. A lot of people can say that's right. A lot of people can say that's wrong. I'm not talking about right and wrong right now. I'm talking about decisions. Cody makes a decision to be 100% genuine every second of the day. That is super duper rare for for people, let alone artists. And I think his music reflects that. And I think his personality reflects that. And I don't know why. I just thought of it re- randomly in the whip. Like, yo, if I had Cody as my representation... And he's walking into a, a negotiating situation. Like, are we getting the bag? Because Cody going to say anything. Cody going to do anything that's necessary to put us on top. Like, that's the kind of dude that I want doing that for me. You know what I'm saying? If I had to choose an artist. Now, mind you, there's, there's incredible managers all over the place. I'm involved with incredible management right now. Um, you know, and, 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 and the guys I got with me are really, really super professional, super on point, super efficient. But I'm talking about if I had to choose a rapper to manage me, it would 100% be Cody Free. 100%. Like, he does not care. He don't care how you feel about what he's saying. <laughs> he don't care how it's going to make him look. He's just going to speak, man. That's that kind of like transparency that I would want to represent my interests. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would 100% ask him. Right. Absolutely. Well, and you know, he, he gets... uh he gets um, criticized a little bit for not dropping music that often, but whenever he does, man, he he backs up those words with with that music. So, um, yeah, man, shout out to Cody, man. I love love that dude. So, uh, 
man, you know, it's been, we've been talking for for a minute now, and I want to be respectful of your time. Um, what is coming up uh, for Sailor the Corner? You know, what, what are we watching out for, um, especially heading into you know the, the the back half of the year? Well, if, if anybody knows anything about me, when I get into this whole, when I get into a, a, a zone of rapping at this at this level like i am with the young boys yeah it's usually it's usually god warming me up like warming me up for for for, for that bomb you know what i'm saying and that's exactly what is it, 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 what's happening right now i got i'm not gonna go into super detail but i have two collab eps that's coming out okay i have i have a book that's dropping wow okay and and i'm finishing up two solo albums so that's what you got to look for for me. Two collab, two collab EPs with some major artists, like dudes you may see coming, but you you probably don't see coming. Two major collab EPs, a book, and two solo albums. I'm about seventy percent done with with those things I just said to you. So like, whenever I get the green light, the same energy that you seen like every time you looked around for a second, it was. So and so featuring say a lot of corners. Mm-hmm. So and so featuring say a lot of corners. So and so that's what's gonna look like. Like when I get that, I right, go ahead say la. I'm just dumping, dumping, and it, it might, I might, I might absorb the, the second half of the year. To be honest, that's how much material I got. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, just be on the lookout, man. When I drop, when I start dropping them promos, like yo, watch out for this. That's when you know it's going, it's, it's going down. Yeah, man. What about um? For the the younger artist, man, is that invitation still open to, to hit you up and see if something can work as far as uh, collabing with you? I mean, I know I know the great thing about working with these young guys is as I'm as I'm collabing with them, I'm like, yo, you know what? They would sound great on this song, so I'm definitely gonna be reaching out to them cats. You're definitely gonna see some of those guys that I worked with on on on, on a project or two. Um, but I mean, my you know, my shout out to the young guys is always the same. When it comes to Selah, you don't gotta you don't gotta rap good to talk to Selah. You can talk to me whenever about whatever. If I have the time, especially if it's about something concerning the Bible, and I say that to my fans, like if you got a, if you got a, a biblical question for me, and that's in my DM, I attend to it a hundred percent in that moment. Cause I feel like God sent you. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you want, if you t- if you DMing me links to your music and blah blah blah, there's a zero percent chance I'm gonna click on your link if you DM me. Zero percent. You know what I'm saying? But if you have a biblical question, I'm I'm on it. And if I can't answer the question, I send you to somebody who can. You know what I'm saying? So my thing to the young guys is, if it's about music, holler at me. If it ain't about music, holler at me. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of them people who gonna talk back. I'm one of those people who gonna listen. And who gonna give you who gonna give you the real as far as God allows me to. You know what I'm saying? So you might yeah. like what I have to say, you might not like what I have to say. But I promise you I'm gonna say something. You know what I'm saying? So just holler at me, man. Just holler. That's what's up. And my in my challenge uh for the young independent artist in this Christian hip hop space is to do that. You know, I don't I don't wanna hear people saying that there's not any OGs that's willing to rock with the young guys because you got a great one right here. You know, one of the best pins ever 
<laughs> ever in this space. And he's telling you, hit him up. So take advantage of it. Man, um, say I appreciate the time, man. I just appreciate you being willing to come on to the show at all and, and just talk through some of this stuff, man. Like, um, as we watch what's coming up, you know, I'm, I may be reaching out to you again, seeing if we can't have another conversation. But I've, I've really enjoyed this. I'm excited for people to get the chance to listen to this conversation 100%. Praise God. Praise God, man. Thank you for having me, man. It's a blessing. God bless y'all and y'all ministry. Oh, thank you. Thank you for sure. For sure. So guys, make sure you go follow on social media, go to the, you know, sites, go get the music, you know, don't don't just stream it, go get it. Cause uh, that's how, that's how we need to support each other. So I appreciate y'all tuning in to this episode of beyond the DMS. We'll be back. I, I can't tell you for sure when, Cause you guys know how it is. It's uh, this is one of those when I can, we're going to make them happen. But when the conversations are there, I want to bring them to y'all. So stay tuned. We'll, we'll let you know when the next beyond the DMS is coming. Make sure you go and um, check out the episode sponsor as well. Nectar distro again, five twenty collectcom slash nectar. And I will catch you guys on the next pod.